We've got a scrumptious recipe for you with grilled cauliflower from Chef Curtis. Curtis Hem knows a lot about food. He's taught at Paul Smith's College. And these days, he and his family live in Peru, New York, where he runs the Carriage House Cooking School. A lot of his recipes are found in Northern Home Garden and Leisure magazine. And our Todd Mo spoke with Chef Curtis about some summertime grilling. I like cauliflower to be crispy. Um, almost al dente. Uh-huh. So, but I really like the way cauliflower takes to um, really assertive heat. It chars wonderfully. And there's a process too. This was made for moving somebody who was a carnivore basically into eating something that was a vegetable. So, cauliflower, but steaks, because you have to use a fork and a knife to eat them and then you chew them, there's a lot of satisfaction psychologically as if you're eating meat. There's a lot of the same flavors. So, and, and I like to say that cauliflower has some umami, which is that fifth taste, if you would, uh-huh. or flavor. And um, it has this kind of whole mouth feel to it, and it's satisfying. So, so it has a lot of properties of steak, um, and, and it fits the bill. So, you know, what we start off with is... Let's make a quick sauce with some herbs. I'll just, you know, I use um, what's available. Uh, when I made the recipe, I had some basil, chives. I have a million chives here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, parsley. And these you can find locally. There's lots of growers of these herbs. So mm-hmm. you can definitely support some local farmers. Half cup of extra virgin olive oil. You want something good here. You want something that's going to stand up to the presence of the herbs. Um, and I like that little bitterness of, uh, of a cold press, you know, first extra virgin olive oil. And then some fresh lemon juice. So we've got some basil, chives, parsley, olive oil, lemon juice. We put that in either a food processor like a, a Cuisinart, or you can put it in a blender, or you can put it in a glass and use an immersion blender. And then you're just going to puree that. And you can make that as smooth or as coarse as you want. So I like it where there's some definition within the leaves. And then as you plate it, the oil somewhat separates from the dressing, from the herbs. And you get this really nice visual appeal to that. So I leave mine a little bit more rustic. So I, when I think of cauliflower, I don't necessarily think of a lot of flavor. So I'm thinking about a marinade or something or a garnish at the end. But what do you, what, what do you like about cauliflower? And is there really a, is there a taste and a texture that appeals to you? Yeah, I think cauliflower does have a taste. It's very hard to describe. Almost like the the flavor of celery is very hard to describe. Mm-hmm. I think cauliflower to me is clean. It's a blank canvas. It kind of reminds me. I would call it like the chicken breast of the vegetable world. There's a lot that you can do with that. So you can make things like purees with it and then flavor those. Um, You can do faux grits with cauliflower. So you can cook cauliflower and milk and add some uh, Parmesan cheese to that and some other things or even, you know, southern cheeses. And you can make grits. Um, People use cauliflower for rice. So it is very similar to rice in that sense. And if you don't like cauliflower, you could use carrots. You could use broccoli. Broccoli grills beautifully, same as the cauliflower, same concept. The carrots, same. I took the approach with the cauliflower, and I treated it just like I was fabricating a piece of meat. And I had this head of cauliflower, and I wanted to capture two beautiful, thick, you know, inch-and-a-half thick steaks off of the center. So what I did was I cut a little bit off of each side, and so I had two flat sides. And then I divided that in half. And what I ended up with were these two beautiful cauliflower steaks. And they were connected to the core of the cauliflower. Mm-hmm. And, and that core grills beautifully and eats beautifully. So I just brushed those with some extra virgin olive oil, a little bit of kosher salt, pepper. I sprinkle those kind of from a high a little bit like the chefs do. You know, we kind of rub our fingers together and get that 
kind of salt bay feel. And, um, and then I just put it on a really assertive grill. I like high heat when I grill, um, especially vegetables, because there's a lot of moisture in there. There's going to be a lot of evaporation that occurs. So we grill that. I don't do the diamond. So I don't turn it. I don't fidget with food, basically, on a grill. So I, I put that down, and I left it there probably for a good five minutes. Then I, I went around, and I turned it. But I didn't worry about grill marks. So I only got these single line grill marks. I didn't get really fancy with cross hatches or anything else like that. Um, and then I did that on the second side for about two or three minutes until it was cooked. There's not really a doneness test like we've done with our fingers before. You're just kind of looking at it. And here's a great place for the old, what I call the old granny forks, those three pronged forks. Mm-hmm. And you can just kind of poke in. And what you want to do is get a little resistance as you poke in, but you want the flesh of the core to be soft. And then I just take those off. And, you know, a great thing is while that cauliflower steak is cooking, you could take some walnuts. You could put them, um, you know, either in a little basket like a grill basket or on a piece of aluminum foil. And you could put those on the grill and heat the walnuts up. And the walnuts add a certain amount of fat and what I call a tannic property. There's a little, there's a little bit of bitterness in a walnut that works really well with the cauliflower because there's some sugar in there and the herbs. So for plating, it's really simple. You just, it's a center cut. You put the cauliflower steak right on the plate. You drizzle some of that vinaigrette or that dressing around it and kind of a circular. So you're getting like little pools and dots. And then you throw some, some of those toasted walnuts on and you have at it. And Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, it, it eats like a steak. And when you see the picture, it just, it really, it makes you want to eat this. It's, it's what I would call one of those crave worthy dishes. We could take that same grilled that same grilled um, cauliflower and we could go Italian on that and we can make some mushroom bacon by roasting thinly sliced mushrooms in the oven with a little bit of olive oil, salt and pepper. We could put those on top. We could put some fresh sage and basil and then cover that with some provolone cheese and then broil that. And we've got a cauliflower salt and bokeh. Boy, does that sound good. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm looking at my broiler right now saying, boy, do I have a head of cauliflower around yeah. here? So with a um, with a kind of an average head of cauliflower, what do you get? Two steaks? You're going to get two center cut steaks, yeah. but then don't don't forget you can grill the other pieces too. They're just going to be falling apart. Yeah. There's lots of things that you can do with those. You can puree those, like I just said about cooking it. You could cook that cauliflower those pieces in milk uh, with maybe some garlic cloves and a little olive oil, and then you you puree that, and you've got this beautiful sauce that can go with the grilled cauliflower. So you get 100 percent utilization. That was our Todd Moe talking with Chef Curtis.